Thank you for joining us on the New Channel Sports Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you today. Here's a preview of what's coming up. And that's why I'm picking Deshaun Watson over Kirk Cousins. Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all look at me like I'm just the most craziest person in the world. But. I mean, I think you are at this moment. And I don't know. He's I'm over there agreeing with you just because he's a, he's a Cowboys fan, so he's going to dog my Redskins when he can. True. That's true. But, but I think that's crazy to say Deshaun Watson with zero playing time. I know. Is I know. today I know. a better option to start your team than someone who threw for almost 5,000 yards? See, this, 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 I, my debate won't be proven until about three or four years in advance. When year four comes and Deshaun Watson has a championship, then, you know. <laughs> You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Thank you for joining the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am Oenyi, joined with Trey. What's up, Oenyi? Can't wait to get this started. Cowboy Nation in the house. Oh, my goodness. All right. And I'm also joined by Zach. What's going on, man? This is be a lot of fun having some Reds, Redskins and Cowboys rivalry time. I'm looking forward to it. I don't even know why you said the Cowboys. I don't know what that's about. But today's topic, we're going to be talking about four quarterbacks in the NFL. Zach, I know you're a Redskins fan, so I know you like Kirk Cousins. Or do you like Kirk Cousins? I love me some Kirk. Um, But I'm also one of those that I'll admit to his flaws. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this discussion. I I can surprise you a little bit. Okay. So then we got Dak Prescott. And Trey, you're obviously a Cowboy fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I warned the nation when we picked him that that was a good pick, just, just for the record. And then I just threw in Deshaun Watson because I'm a Texan fan, just so everybody knows. I'm a Texan fan, and I think Deshaun Watson is he is going to be the Michael Jordan of the league eventually. And then I throw in Derek Carr just because I think he is one of those young and upcoming quarterbacks that I like to throw into the discussion. And we're just going to – we want to see which one of these quarterbacks is actually going to be, I guess, the most successful, um, who's going to win the first title, um, just stuff like that. So I'll start off with you, Trey. Who wins the first title out of those four quarterbacks? Well, without even being biased right now, you mentioned most successful, and I think Dak Prescott owns that title already. But when you talk about titles, uh, I think Derek Carr, who he lived in Houston for a little while, right? He was a uh, – I honestly don't know. Yeah, I'm, uh, he lived in Houston for a little bit with his brother uh, playing here. But that would – I'd be shocked if they didn't have a chance to play for a championship before any of these other teams, just to be honest with you. Before the Cowboys? Yeah. I I do think the Cowboys are a more well-rounded team. Dak has Des Bryant. He has Ezekiel Elliott. There's a running back aspect of it. With that running game and how young they are, I think Dak Prescott has the best chance of winning the title first. You're going to give it to him that easy? Yeah, I mean, I, you know. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I think it's pretty clear, right? I mean, we, we had this list of four quarterbacks – you gave all of us our kind of our team quarterback with Kirk, with Dak, with Deshaun, but the one outlier is Derek Carr, and that's pretty obvious because he's proven, at least in my eyes, to probably have some of the better skills, some of the better team in general that looks like he's going to be able to make a run. 
I, you know, I have question marks about how Dallas is going to keep that offensive line together because they have some studs on there. They've got some horses, but they're going to cost a lot of money too here in a few years when those young guys' salaries come up. And by that time, uh, you know, where is Dak going to be? Uh, you know, as far as developing his own personal skill set. Uh, you know, Derek Carr with the addition of Marshawn Lynch. Look, I'm going to take Amari Cooper over a lot of other wide receivers in the league too, but he has some weapons that I think you're discrediting. Uh, outside of his broken leg last year, who knows where they are, th- or, you know, over that past postseason. Yeah, but I think the only thing that's keeping Derek Carr out of the mix for some people could be the that team that plays on the East Coast – uh, in Boston area, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that the the Raiders should get by that. I think Dak Prescott's road will be a little bit easier because as long as number twelve is taking snaps for the New England Patriots, Derek Carr he's gonna have a, he's gonna have his work cut out for him. I, I still think Derek Carr is on the list. He's the second best quarterback to me. I'll give it to Dak Prescott just because of the tools that he has around him and the tools he has around him. They're young. They're young tools. You look at Marshawn Lynch. He's older. He did, I think it was a year he was out, mm-hmm. and now he's back in. I, I really don't know how effective he's going to be after this year. He might have a good year this year, but after that, eventually he's going to break down. Ezekiel Elliott, him and Dak Prescott are going to ride together for a very, very long time. And like you said, they do have a good offensive line. I don't know how long they keep that together either. Um, the defense is a question mark on that team, but I still think Dak Prescott has the – the best chance to win the championship before Derek Carr. Because even to Derek Carr's advantage, though, too, I don't think Tom Brady's going to be there forever, even though he's playing like he's some kind of machine or something like that. I don't know when he's going to stop. But eventually he's going to stop playing. And when you look at the AFC, besides Derek Carr, who is really the best upcoming quarterback in the AFC? Well, that's a tough one. Uh as far as the AFC goes, I mean, there was this guy who also wore number 12 in Indianapolis who's, I mean, I think the jury's still out on how well that kid is playing. Uh, and I call him a kid because he's playing like one right now. But other than that, I mean, there aren't really many legit quarterbacks in the in the AFC. But, it go, I mean, the New England Patriots, and I, I don't want to get off track here, but they reloaded. I mean, offensively and defensively they got cooks yeah i believe yeah yeah, yeah brandon that's, cooks that's i mean th- that's gonna be one of the best receivers that tom brady's ever literally thrown outside mm-hmm. of randy moss mm-hmm. that he's probably ever thrown the ball to yeah fast can catch mm-hmm. i mean he's julian edelman on steroids exactly <laughs> yeah same yeah. height and everything yeah. probably yeah, yeah. So. and that's what i think that's what that's what we have to worry about so um we talk about stacked teams and i think that they definitely have one over there well, I, I want to take an opportunity to talk about Deshaun Watson because I know he is in this conversation. He is the only rookie that we're really talking about. But I do think he has the skill set to to help the Texans immediately. I do believe that. I don't think he's going to start immediately. I think Tom Savage is going to probably get about till week five or week six before they actually bring Deshaun Watson in. And, you know, I, did, I brought him in because he's a rookie. And I, you know, I'm a Texan fan. I'm a huge Texan fan. And I just wanted to bring him into the equation. But he's still, even though I do like him a lot, he's still number four on this list. Okay. He still has to show me a lot before I can, you know, what 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 I do, what I say. You, you sounded so excited about him and that he. <laughs> no, I do. I do. The no, no, look, look, team and look, he's number four. Whenever you go from Brock Osweiler to anything, you will be excited. We could have a refrigerator back there. I would be very <laughs> excited about where we're going as a team. What? So. Deshaun Watson's the second best quarterback in Texas that wears the number four. Uh, so I just want to make that I want to make that very clear. But Deshaun Watson, 
I am a huge fan of his. My, in fact, my two favorite collegiate football players were drafted by the Texans. So that part, I mean, I, I appreciate. I, I admire him, his grit, his tenacity. Did Davion Cloudy was the other one? Was that- no, 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 no. Uh, you know, you're from the University of Texas, you know, running back you guys drafted. You know, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. You I, don't, I don't know what you're talking resident about. resident Texans fan. <laughs> but uh, to try and stay on topic, Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. He's a great leader. He's a proven winner. But week six, they may not even be in a playoff contention. So, even more so, so you're talking day. about so you're talking about a chance to win a championship. That's not going to happen this year. Next year will be his first official season as a starting quarterback. That ain't going to happen. So now you're talking about two or three years. You're right. Tom Brady might be retired by the time Deshaun Watson has a chance to win a championship. But heck, Derek Carr might be too. It's not going to be that easy, man. Do you truly believe there's a chance that they're out of playoff contention by Week Six? Yes. In that division. In that division with that defense. Well, with that that defense, you're right. It's amazing. That defense is amazing. But I think we've got to worry about – I mean, right now you got a New England team who's going, who's going to be playing very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, the AFC West is going to be ridiculous. The Oakland Raiders are not a bad football team. And we saw, know. like you said earlier, you're a, a leg injury away from possibly playing in the, in the AFC championship game. Then Denver's not going anywhere. Kansas City is reloaded, and and, and they're gonna and they're gonna be playing really well. I mean, so it's not just they they'd have to win that division to make the playoffs. There's no wild card coming out of this the AFC South. It's not happening. But by week six, I, nine and seven can win that division. You already said you don't know how Luck's gonna come back and play, right? I mean, he's incredible, but we'll see how he comes back from injury. Uh, the Titans are getting better. Pretty clearly, the Titans are getting a lot better. I I liked what the Jaguars have done in the last couple of years. Um, so uh, it, I think everyone says that over the last three years, and they they end up going four and twelve again. So that's like the popular <laughs> thing is to be excited about the Jags. Um, but after week six, to say that they're possibly out of contention, I, I don't think that makes any sense. Okay, so they've got the they open up with the Jaguars, then they've got the Bengals. That's who, in that's in Jacksonville. You never know. Uh, no, that's a home game. That's a win. They've got the the Bengals week two. They always beat the Bengals. That's two and zero right there. They start off two and zero. The the Patriots week three. Gonna it, shock where, the world again. Where is it at? In Foxborough. Okay, we're two and one. That's fine. We'll be two and one. <laughs> They've got the Titans here. That's three and one. They've got the Chiefs on the road. Ooh. Yeah. Arrow hit his heart. And then and then you've got the Browns coming and save you. Oh, that's so it'll be four and two by the time we start. The negative. The next the first six games will be four and two. And then the Seahawks the week after that. Then where's that? Where's that at? In Seattle. Okay, so it'll be four and three. That's fine. <laughs> but that will be Deshaun Watson's after that, that game. After we go four and three. The Colts. And Deshaun Watson will come in. That's that game's gonna be playing in Houston. Yes, that's a, then that's when he's gonna come in and he's gonna show everybody his skills and Houston will finally have a quarterback that they can be proud of. It's exciting to think. Houston's been waiting on that for years. Absolutely. But behind that offensive line and some of the other factors they've got in play, I I don't trust a rookie to make the decisions that he's going to need to. I you know, one of his biggest issues in college was his tendency to rush decisions and you know, try and make quick decisions and that you need that to some extent with the offensive line they have, but you got to be able to take some time and analyze too. And I worry about the habits he may develop behind an offensive line like that. Well, this year is going to be a, a make-or-break year for Bill O'Brien because he came into the league as, quote-unquote, a quarterback guru. And I, from all the quarterbacks that we've had so far during his tenure, none have really done anything to me. So if Deshaun Watson can't come in and get better and improve under his 
guidance, then I I will pretty much be done with Bill O'Brien. But I do I do think that he does have the skill set to help the Texans. And with that defense, I don't think it's going to be as hard. The defense is going to back him up. They're going to put him in positions to win. And I, I, I do think y'all are underestimating Lamar Miller a little bit as a running back. That's just me. I think that last year, even especially during the end of the season, he really started to build and he was – I mean, he was kind of helping Brock Lossauter, you know, cover up his weaknesses a little bit. But like I said, any quarterback going from Deshaun, I mean, not Deshaun Watson, from Brock Osweiler is an upgrade. And that's. I'm not hating on that. I, I, I totally agree with that. But and I don't I, I love Lamar Miller. I think he's a really good asset and he really helps that team. But I mean, at the end of the day, if that defense isn't putting up points and, and pitching shutouts. So we got hard. J.J. Watt back, too. So don't forget, okay. he didn't play all season last year. Okay. And Jadavion Clowney, he played as if he was J.J. Watt. So right. you put Clowney on one side and Watt on the other side, you know, that defense is really going to help him out a lot. And if you can get 16 games combined between both of them, then you guys have a chance. Well, and, and what did they do with Clowney when, uh, when J.J. Watt was in? What do you mean, what, what did they do with him? They had him as a rush outside linebacker, where his most impactful position is defensive end. So I'm hoping they learned their lesson. That can be a significant duo. I think they have a lot of potential between the two of them to cause havoc. But with J.J. Watt in there, they played Clowney out of position. And we saw when he moved to his natural position because of the loss of Watt, he did incredible things. I right, thought right, he, right, right. You know, proved. I mean, look, it's one year out of a guy that was drafted number one overall. So he doesn't get to be completely out of the potential bust category yet. But it was a no, great season. He's, I wouldn't even call him a bust I, at all. Look, I love it. And this is from someone whose wife is from Columbia, South Carolina, where it's, you know, bleeding Gamecocks. So. Huh. I get it, but you don't get one season and you're just off of the list. Um, well, it's it's a it's a start in the right direction for sure. For, and, and that's you know that's all I can ask for right now, especially how he how he did start off. He was seemed to be injury prone, and he had a full season with limited injuries, and he showed a lot of potential. And that's all I can ask for as a Texans fan. Honestly, agreed. I'm I'm hoping they come together the way their talent says they could. Mm. Defensively, defensively. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, yeah. between Watt and, and Clown. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. We've touched on Deshaun Watson a little bit. We touched on Derek Carr a little bit, too. Dak Prescott. Kirk Cousins, he's a very intriguing quarterback to me. I think in Washington, he had a lot of weapons last year. And I do think he had, if not the best tight end in the league, the second best tight end in the league. I mean, no one's better than Gronk. But he does have a skill set exactly like Gronkowski. So I wanted the Texans to go after Kirk Cousins before they got Deshaun Watson, which I don't think it would have been possible, but he was having little contract issues with Redskins. I don't know if he's still having those issues now. From what I've seen, you know, Twitter, et cetera, he still is. Uh, it sounds like Dan Snyder is getting more involved, which is supposed to mean good things. But after 26 years, Dan Snyder is like a curse in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be interesting if he's still with the Redskins. Uh, I really like the move. As much as Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon are fantastic, I think Terrell Pryor is a huge addition for that offense having a big red zone threat, which is where Kirk struggled last year. It's pretty wild. Two years ago, he was one of the most efficient red zone quarterbacks in the league. And then last year, he just can't seem to complete a pass to the rock, to the correct team. If they fix those red zone issues, his numbers look incredible. He, you know, he set franchise records this past year for passing yards. With Jordan Reed and Terrell Pryor, that creates a pretty formidable red zone opportunity there. I think he has really all the arm skills and talent you want. I am curious to see, I, you know, the, this contract issue has made me question a little bit of leadership 
to be perfectly honest. On his part? On his part. Really? It it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, just as someone who came in, he they've offered him multiple year guaranteed deals from what I've seen, and he's been unwilling to negotiate. I, I think it it can lead to, I guess, from what I want in a quarterback, I like someone who's team first. Tom Brady has taken less money countless times but tom brady is on another he's, level he's man. different right he's his yeah, own he's class. a different yes he's yes. his own class but as someone who's making your name in the league it's it seems to create a selfish atmosphere as opposed to a building the team up map up type of approach and so i i worry about his leadership from that point but he has all the skills i i yeah i mean I don't, you can't hurt on kirk cousins i mean even as a cowboys fan i mean the dude plays his ass off um, but with Kirk Cousins' plan, I mean, since he's taken over and that regime has started, when the, with the demise of RG3, I mean, he's thrown for 1,710 yards in six games, 4,166 yards his first full season, and last year almost hit 5,000 yards. Right, right, right. 25 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's not bad at yeah. all. But, but they're still the Redskins. And I'm not saying this as no, a cowboy you're, hater. You're absolutely the right. Head. Like he said have, earlier about Dan Snyder. I mean, they have no idea who's mm-hmm. going to run the football for them. Right. Um, I guess now they've they've recently added yeah. banking on Samaje P. Ryan coming out of Oklahoma and doing something. Hopefully he does. And I'm a I'm a huge fan of him, being that he's from from just north of Austin, uh, Texas. He's a Texas boy, so I kind of got a got a root for him. But we got to make sure that Kirk Cousins is still Kirk Cousins. He he reminds me of. Um, Dirk Nowitzki before he won the championship. As good as he may have been, I'm not comparing them to as, as far as like their careers. I'm just saying like you always just knew that Dirk was going to get your team so far before they were just going to collapse. Right now, the Redskins have always seemed to put themselves in a position or maybe even to win an NFC East or at least spoil it for other people. But at the end of the day, he just makes some bonehead decisions. Um, yeah. A lot like our former quarterback, um, Tony Romo. Um, and I, and that's not what they can't afford that. They've got to get, find some consistency on the ground. And if they could do that, that receiving core is going to be sick. Yeah. Well, I think all the elements around him is why I'm so impressed with him. He has no running game. So he has to pass consistently. He was pretty much, a for me, a fantasy football sleeper last year because he put up a lot of stats. Yeah. But, you know, he was really cheap also. So I can just put him in my starting lineup and get good numbers. So I, I do think that Kirk Cousins – so let me ask you guys a question. Out of the four quarterbacks, you are all consensus that Dak Prescott is the best quarterback out of that, that one, or is it Derek Carr? I'll take Derek Carr. Okay. Trey, you take? The best quarterback as of right now? From those D- four. Derek Carr is probably, statistically, probably the best quarterback right now. But I think that he has a few more, he has a few more weapons than everybody else though so i'm not sure if he's just a better pure passer than everybody else uh, to me i mean if you take crabtree the way that he's been playing you take cooper the way that he's been playing i mean yeah you've got des bryant when he's healthy that dude can't stay the field i mean stay on the field but you're talking about Dak prescott did this with cole beasley terrence yeah. williams and he did have ezekiel elliott so that helps out so no, ezekiel helps out a lot <laughs> yeah it, it really definitely does. helps out a lot, it really but does. his receiving core compared to what some of these other guys it's just it's just it's, it's not really fair. just Derek carr though Derek carr has the best receiving core out of well kirk I cousins kirk probably yeah, has the kirk, best now. yeah he does well i think they I mean, lost to sean jackson though they didn't sign Deshaun jackson yeah they, they lost him yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they, they lost to sean yeah. jackson yeah. and pierre garçon but if you had Deshaun jackson pierre garçon what jameson crowder turned out to be absolutely and, Blue Devil. and Jordan Reed. Right, right, right. I don't 
I don't know that there's a better receiving core out of the yeah, four quarterbacks right. we're discussing. Right. I think right. he had the most weapons. And like you said, you know, you you hinged your argument for Kirk Cousins. Obviously, I watch every game. You hinged your argument on his stats, but because they had no running game, he's throwing the ball a lot more, and that's going to artificially inflate stats. Yes. Right? right. And so right. there's, there's something to be considered. And this, he's the best quarterback I've seen on my Redskins in 26 years. Right. So I I'm happy with where we are and the direction we're going. I just think there's more growth to him, and a lot of his numbers are based on the weapons around him. I think that I, I think Dak Prescott probably has the fewest as mm-hmm. far as weapons, but I also think the weapons he I, has. I don't like, agree. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott. If you ask a quarterback, what do you want on your team? Like the main, like if you can pick anything, any position, I think they pick running back or wide receiver any day. Because if you had someone that could run the ball consistently for you and gain yardage that helps the quarterback a lot but does that make him a better quarterback or does yes that make it team makes better? it it make i'm not talking about skill set i'm talking about what makes you a better quarterback on the field like what weapons do you want to make yourself a better quarterback i do think that ezekiel elliott makes dak prescott a better quarterback yes See, this is where we're going to have a pretty fundamental disagreement and that's and that that's okay but that's just because i i love aaron Rodgers as a quarterback and personally if i were starting a team i may actually take him over brady just because I like what no. I will he take brings. Aaron. I will take Aaron over Brady. Also, yes. Okay, yes. but so You're crazy. <laughs> Both. Of that's you. that's a topic for another day. <laughs> but my point being is, okay. So if you're a quarterback, right, and you're building a team around the quarterback, the first thing you want is offensive line, mm-hmm. so you can be protected. The second thing I think most quarterbacks, you know, this is my opinion, they are going to want a reliable running back. I mean, if it's if it's fourth down and one. And you have a running back that cannot get you that yardage, that puts a lot more pressure on you to, you know, advance the football. I agree, but I think we're having different arguments. Okay, so okay, what's the argument then? What's the argument? <laughs> well, just have because we, you're right. I, I think the first thing you want is a running game because it, oh, it it makes the the I guess the pressure somewhat off of you, or you have more flexibility in goal line or fourth and short situations. You can play action, run game, etc. Right, There's a lot right, more right. you can do when you have an effective run game. But in my eyes, I don't think that makes you a better quarterback. That doesn't mean you're better at the position because you have other help. Okay, okay, we, okay, we are just we are kind of arguing a different thing. I'm not talking about skill set, right? Okay, Aaron Rodgers is, in my eyes, um, he has a more overall skill set than Tom Brady does. He's the best quarterback in the league to me. Okay, Agreed. but if you give Tom Brady a, a running back that's the caliber of Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. He in turn will become a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers will. See, I, I I totally I totally disagree with that because you get a good running back like Ezekiel Elliott, or you put an Adrian Peterson or somebody like that in the backfield. Tom Brady's not throwing the ball fifty five times a game, fifty times a right, game. Right, right. So I don't know that it really makes him a better quarterback, or even in our eyes, make him a better quarterback. You put somebody like that with Aaron Rodgers, you're not running four and five wide and and creating the matchup problem right, that the, right, that, right, right. that makes Aaron Rodgers great right now. What makes Aaron Rodgers great right now is that you're rushing four people. He's got mm-hmm. five people blocking. He can escape some pressure, extend the play, and then find an open receiver because you can't cover for six seconds. Right, right, right. But you give him a running back who's doing that. They're stacking the box. I mean, we're trying to hit on play action passes where there's zone coverage involved. That's a different type of a, a, a well, different you, type of thing. If you there. stack the box. Because in part of your running back, that gives you one-on-one coverage on the outside as well, right? Right, so, but, a, but a quarterback wants the ball in his hands. A quarterback wants to throw the ball. In, in, in today's game, quarterbacks would love right, to throw the ball right, 40 right. times a game, 
right? They make more money doing it. They're on Sports Center more right, doing it. Right, right. There's bigger contract bonuses for doing it and all this type of good stuff. Drew Brees is going to be very happy that Adrian Peterson is there right now. But those people who love Drew Brees and the way Drew Brees has been playing, that's not, we're not going to see the same person. And okay. so I think that's true. Some quarterbacks would love them. every quarterback wants a good running back. I agree with you. Okay. Okay. But some of them would say, you know what? They, we can have Legarrette Blunt, Blunt and win the Super Bowl. I, and, well, and Legarrette Blunt is not. He's a decent. Good, yeah, I'm not talking about a decent running back. Okay, I'm talking about Ezekiel Elliott, the number one running back in the year, uh, league last year. There's only one Ezekiel Elliott. There's okay. not another one. Okay, so there, there may be one in, in Pittsburgh, but other than that, okay, so let know. me ask you a question. Now. Right. <laughs> if there's a quarterback in the league right now that has a garbage offensive line, that's going to affect their play. Of course. Yeah. All right. So that's going to make them a worse quarterback. I see where you're going with that. I don't know. If, I don't know if it really makes him a worse quarter, a, a bad quarterback. It means their team stinks, right? Uh, and they, that's what makes it hard to evaluate too, though. Because yeah. if, if a quarterback comes out of college, right, and they don't have the right receivers or they don't throw the ball as much as someone who might be in a high octane offense, they may come across as being a worse quarterback because they didn't get as much reps, right? But the other quarterback, when they evaluate them because they had a running back, they had a good defense, you know, they had won a championship, or whatever, they might come across as a better quarterback because of the situation they were in. Right. Now, now, I'm not saying right. they are, right? But I, my point is that it makes it easier for that quarterback to develop and then become a better quarterback. That's fair. So let's let's revisit the original question. You're taking okay. Dak out of those four. I'm taking Dak right now. So if you had to start a team and the first position you chose is a quarterback, now we're, you don't we're, have the rest of the team. Now that, that's no, a you, ju- that's, you just took Dak. That's a different four. argument. That's a different argument. No, I'm talking I'm, from those four though. Mm-hmm. You're taking Dak Prescott if that's the first piece of your team. I'm over taking Derek Dak Carr. Prescott with the Dallas Cowboys because we asked the question: Who wins a championship first? We're not basing it off of they're doing it by themselves. They're doing it as a team. Right. If Dak Prescott does not have Ezekiel Elliott or if Deshaun Watson does not have the defense that he has behind him or if Kirk Cousins doesn't have the right receivers that he has around him, they're not going to be as good of quarterbacks. I'm not going to pick. Let's say, for instance, you know, I'm not going to pick um, Russell Wilson to win a championship without that defense. If his defense is the caliber of the Cowboys because they're trash. Sorry, they have a trash defense. But if his defense is the caliber of the Dallas Cowboys, I'm more or less inclined to actually pick him to win a championship. And that's what the, I, I think that's what the argument was based off of initially. I can't just pick, I'm picking, if we're talking about just skill set and I'm picking a player first, I will take David, uh, Derek Carr. You can have David Carr too. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want David Carr. I, <laughs> I will take Derek Carr. I'll take Derek Carr first, then I'll take um, Dak Prescott, then I will take Deshaun Watson, then I'll take Kirk Cousins. That's as far as like skill set. Number four was correct. I mean, that the fourth person you chose was correct. So you're going to take Deshaun Watson with zero starts. Yeah, I will. I over will. the skill set yeah, of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I will. I will. I know that's crazy. That, now that's crazy. I'm going to need you to yeah. explain that just a little <laughs> I, bit. You know, there's just some players that I feel coming out of college have this it factor. And, you know. Tim Tebow. How'd that go? <laughs> no, that I no, he never. He's the it factor, right? No. The, he's people, a winner. He's a, exactly yeah, that's right. What, he's that's a exactly what they're calling. He's a winner. But Deshaun Watson, to me, seeing him like, you know, it's kind of a bad analogy, but Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf, they were coming out, they were both thought as equal. I would have picked Peyton Manning basically just because I thought he had the it factor. Okay. 
And that's why I'm picking Deshaun Watson over Kirk Cousins. Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all look at me like I'm just the most craziest person in the world. But I mean, I think you are at this moment. <laughs> and I know he's I'm over there agreeing fan, with you just because he's a, he's a Cowboys fan, so he's going to dog my Redskins when he can. True. But, that's true. But, <laughs> but I think that's crazy to say Deshaun Watson with zero playing time. I know. Is I know. Today, I know. a better option to start your team than someone who threw for almost 5,000 yards See, last year. This, I, my debate won't be proven until about three or four years in advance. When year four comes and Deshaun Watts has a championship, then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so rank the quarterbacks from one to, from one to four, and then we'll, we'll be done with this. So you're number one, Zach. The best quarterback out of those four. So are we going off of how soon they're going to win a championship? Or? Okay, let's. Okay, who wins? Who wins this championship first? I think it's Dak Prescott. Let's just get that out of the way. I can tell you that the the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott will make it to a Super Bowl before any of those other teams. Okay, so you're not going to say they're winning a championship. You're just going to say they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Right. Well, because of that, because I got to answer the question, I would say that they have a, They they would win it first. If Tom Brady doesn't retire within the next four or five years, Derek Carr's time is going to pass him by. I'm just being honest with you. How old is Derek Carr? Uh, Derek Carr, he's well, he was drafted in 2014. But I'm just talking about the, the 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 physical makeup of that team will change. They're getting ready to go through a lot. They're getting ready to move to Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. Um, they've got a young group of uh, talent right now, but for, through free agency, Vegas, and everything else, that team has got to stay together, or else they're still the, Lo- the Los Angeles. They're still the Oakland Las Vegas but, Raiders. See, this is where I kind of disagree with you. Even when Tom Brady is gone, it's not like there's another Tom Brady coming in the wings. After Tom Brady is gone, we have Andrew Luck, and his situation in New um, Indianapolis is not that great either. They have no defense. Right. So I think Derek Carr. And Andrew Luck, if anything, are going to be battling out for that position because there's no one else. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is going to be out of the league soon too. I mean, he doesn't have that much left of him. Yeah, I mean, he, what yeah. other quarterback? I mean, the they see what Marcus Mariota does in Tennessee. My, that, he's throwing he, pretty well. He's, he's doing, doing pretty. Well. He's doing really he well. He is. He is. He's doing. He he's is. doing very well with the coaching changes and the and the and the change in philosophy in Jacksonville. I really think Blake Bortles is a better quarterback than what he's shown, uh, but I think the offensive philosophy has just been up in the air due to injuries or whatever you call it. He's a much better quarterback than what he's been able to prove so far. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's a better quarterback than Mariota. No, but I think that I think the balance of power, once Tom Brady's out of here, the balance of power will shift back to the NFC, and in the NFC, the NFC is loaded with quarterbacks like Prescott, Cousins, Rodgers got a few more years left in him. Um, now Rodgers is a guy. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean they're Absolutely. not going anywhere. Absolutely. And, and yeah. those players are going to be around for a while. So I think that's what we. That, I think that's what we have to worry about. Okay. And the kid in in um, Kansas City now, Mahomes. I think that kid is. I think with the direction that that kid is going to have, Kansas City is going to be dangerous. I'm, I'm being honest with you. Kansas City is going to be dangerous, yeah. and would not surprise me if they win the the AFC West. Would not surprise me once. once I'm excited to see how he develops. That's that's mm-hmm. definitely someone that. Selfishly, I wanted to fly around from the Redskins, but I could see him being, you know, a Brett Favre type gunslinger, right? He has that kind of arm talent. He has that kind of ability to make plays for better or worse. Either way, it's going to be some fun football to watch. So, okay. All right. You know, I'm still a little bit upset that y'all thought I was crazy, but it's okay. Especially with a Cowboy fan here. So, (laughs) but okay. We're America's team, no matter how you want to look at it. All right. And on that note, on that note, we will will end this, um, this show on that note. 
Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores. Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.